0: I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this anymore. You ever heard anybody say that? You ever said that yourself? I don't think I can do this. Perhaps that statement is many things. Perhaps in desperation, that statement breaks a cycle of codependence and can move people forward to health. Perhaps it's a statement that makes people realize That a situation that they are in is unhealthy, or a relationship is unhealthy. Perhaps, out of desperation, it ends up to fuel a movement forward in the absence of those other things. I don't think I can do this, or I don't think I can do this anymore. That is a statement of poverty. when you have nothing left or nothing left to give and you wonder where is the resource that you're going to rely on? It's not always just simply easy, but I would say it's easier to give out of our wealth emotionally, financially, spiritually, Even physically. Perhaps in the midst of a physical challenge, a race, or some athletic event, you might have gotten to the point where you said, I can't do this. Or I can't do this anymore. On so many levels, that is a statement of poverty. And if we have ever said that, or ever felt that, we are in very good company Jesus Christ said it in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Savior of the world, the second person of the Trinity. Lord, if this cup can pass me by, then let it. In other words, I don't think I can do this. And perhaps that was the greatest statement of poverty ever made because it yielded the greatest strength and the greatest triumph. But in two statements, Jesus reveals who he is as a human being. I don't think I can do this. And then the second statement, but not my will but yours be done. Revealing his divinity in a very personal conversation with God, which I am certain all of us have done at some point in time, particularly in the wake of or in the middle of, I don't think I can do this. And so in the gospel story, and in the first reading, we have widows who are unbelievable examples of faith because they give out of their poverty. They give in a a point in time where they don't think they have anything left. And the first widow ends up feeding one of the greatest prophets in the history of our Judeo-Christian tradition for a year when she thought she and her son were dying. And the widow in the gospel story provides one of the greatest examples of stewardship and generosity because Jesus Christ notices her and knows that she has given from the place where she has absolutely nothing else to give. And that's why her story is so inspiring. In this past week, we've had several examples of that here at Holy Family. Several examples of the part of the giving that truly shines forth because it comes from some place of love or commitment. Two of the seven funerals that we will celebrate here at Holy Family this week are people who had prolonged illnesses. One, a man in his mid-80s suffering from Alzheimer's for eight years Another, a woman in her 40s suffering from cancer for seven years. And in both situations, their spouses somehow walked with them on this journey, even acknowledging that there were times they didn't think they had anything left. And yesterday I sat with Doris as she found and realized that her son had passed away at the age of 25. And she verbalized to me that she didn't know if she had enough strength to get through this. Doris, you are stronger than you think. And just as one representative of our community of faith, we are with you in prayer and support. So, when we look at these statements, I don't think I can do this, where ultimately does the statement of hope or the the strength come from? The widow in the first reading is inspired by the prophet of God and taps into the presence of a God who loves her more than she even knows. And the widow in our gospel story is noticed by the Savior of the world and has generosity inspired by that Savior that she didn't know that she had. The next time you might feel yourself saying that, I don't think I can do this or I don't think I can do this anymore. Tap into the love of our God. Share the emotion, with the human manifestation of our God who said the same thing but ended up making one of the greatest triumphs ever. Sin over death. Life over death. Life over sin. Life over death. You are stronger than you think. We are are stronger than we think. Acknowledging God's presence that is deep within us and Jesus Christ's life and hope in us is much more powerful than we think. We are stronger than we think. Didn't think that they could do it. But they did. And they ended up being a source of inspiration for their families and perhaps an unknown source of support for their loved one who had passed away. In the gospel story and in our first reading today, we have widows who, out of their poverty, end up giving. And it's Jesus' recognition of the one in the gospel story that she gave out of her poverty. And I have a feeling we take that simple financial giving and very easily translate it to our lives in the emotional or spiritual giving that we are challenged to do in our poverty When we get to the point where we say, I don't think I can do this, or I don't think I can do it anymore, we are in very good company. Jesus Christ said it in the Garden of Gethsemane, the night before he died. The Savior of the world, the second person of the Trinity, at his human best or worst, I'm not sure which, says to God, If it's possible, let this pass me by. Let this cup pass me by. In other words, what he said was, I don't think I can do this. That was probably one of the greatest statements of poverty ever. If not the greatest. Because it led to the greatest triumph. Life over death. Faith over suffering. There's a story of a third woman, a third widow, that I think is particularly pertinent for us here at Holy Family. We have a widow in the parish who is still trying to get over the death, the sudden death of her husband a few years ago and her 25 year old son died this week she's right in the midst of it right now and verbalized as such to me yesterday I don't think I can do this and yet she was here at church yesterday proclaimed the scriptures yesterday because for her This is a place of support and healing and compassion. When we get to the point where we say, I don't think I can do this or I don't think I can do it anymore, let's remember such stories. Let's perhaps remember a time in our own lives when we said that and reflect back on that and say, what was it that got me through When we get to such poverty in our lives, let's remember the widow from the first reading. The prophet of God came into her life and gave her a purpose, reminded her of a purpose. When we get to that point where we need to give out of our poverty, I'm not saying it's easy to give out of our wealth, but it certainly is easier to give when we're feeling good and when we have a lot of strength. But these stories remind us of how important it is to give out of our poverty. When we get to that point, let's pray for the wisdom of God that distinguishes between taking the next step either to break a cycle of codependence or unhealthiness and these examples of these widows When we get to that point, let's draw on the reservoir of the love of our God, which is exactly what both of the widows in the Scriptures and our widow here at Holy Family are doing. Why? Because the challenge of giving out of our poverty is a reminder for us. We are stronger than we think. You are stronger than you think.